Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time for Seminole Headlines featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. Get started right now. Fun week. Big week. Here big we week. go. What's up, boys? What up? Huge week. It is. It's a big, it's an important week. Should be a lot of fun. Let's uh, celebrate said fun week and the cool job we get to uh, enjoy every week is... Um, you know, having you're a sponsor. You're not going to. Oh, well, let's get it. Let's get to uh, the, the the people that pay the bills first. It's the right we'll, thing yeah. to do, man. Yeah, sorry. Uh, register sausage. We want to say uh, a full throated yay sausage. Now, if you are going to Clemson to tailgate, take some register sausage with you. Oh, you really need to. You really do need to. And, and if you're not, just do it here and grill it up. Get up early. And like you know, look, we're all charitable people. We want to do good things for other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe you could bring some registers and just give it to people in South Carolina, so they know how good the they could have it. Out on, yeah. Because they don't have it in South Carolina unless they're ordering it from registermeats.com. I was about to say, how could they do that, Ira? Go to registermeats.com, <laughs> yes, buddy, and uh, and you can have it delivered even to Clemson, South Carolina. I'm not sure. I think it would still get there if you ordered it right now. You could have it ordered and delivered to some pick an address in Clemson, South Carolina, and then go pick it up. There's only like five. The game. There's only like five addresses yeah. in the whole city, so just pick one. You'll be close to it. <laughs> Maybe have it delivered to your hotel or your Airbnb. Get after it. Get and, after uh, it. Enjoy it up there this weekend. And uh, yeah, we thanks thanks a lot to Ben. As we said, it's available at all local grocery stores. Not all, but a lot of local grocery stores in this part of the country. But it's expanding. It's going to be in the Tallahassee Costco mm. in a matter of weeks. And if you want it in your Costco, now that they're in the door to Costco, yeah, forget about it. If you want Let's it in go. your Costco, talk to the meat manager, see if you can have it uh, added there because they apparently they listen to their customers they at, do. Costco, at they Costco. You know what's fun about a week like this is we get into the football. Um, Are you go- you're not going? Well, I'm not going. No. When was the last time you went to Clemson? 2015. 2015. You He's, went to the net. You went to the the 2013 game. I was definitely. I was down on the yeah. on the field. Uh, 2015. I think I went. I think that's right. Well, you would remember. Yeah, they I lost. Had, Dalvin had a long run, 20, but had the hammy. 2015. You had the hammy. Okay. All yeah. right. I thought that was a smag game. Right? I thought 2013 was your last yeah. trip there. I was, was going to say it's pretty ridiculous. You haven't been back, and they haven't won since. And so maybe, you're gonna, you were going to blame it on me? Yes. Correct. Always looking to blame something on me. It can't be the Dude, team. He blames it's not the team or the players. Corey, Corey's going to have a theory for why something happened, whether yeah. or not it, whether it makes any sense. Whether it's real or not, yeah. Yep. The, uh, in that 2015 game, I think that might have been the height of me thinking Jimbo is a really great coach. Because yeah, they had no business, had being, no in business being in that game. No business in that game, none. Yeah. And I was like, man, this guy's – Coaching I mean, it up. I mean, just getting it done. And if they were, they were within a – I think they were within three. They could have won that. They were yeah, driving. And they could have got stopped yeah. on four. Yeah, they could have won the game. Yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, no, what I was, no business. Down no business again. beating none, that game. None. No. What I was going to say was, I like weeks like this, and you know, as grizzled veterans mm. that we are, we are grizzled, grizzled we've, for sure. We've seen some things. We've seen the good, the bad, the ugly, everything in between. Uh, what I like is when you come across some unknowns. 
when you're trying to, to write the story of a season and what a team is and what a coaching staff is and what a player can or cannot be or all that, you get these little opportunities, little pockets where it's like, ooh, they all come together now. Yeah. I don't know the answer. We'll see Saturday. I think they could go out there and play a great game and win going away. I think they could go out there and get trampled. I think they could go out there and lose in the final seconds. I think there's a or win in the final seconds. I think there's a lot of scenarios that I could see being absolutely plausible that will help answer a lot of questions that we all have post BC. And there's no way not to have questions post BC. So we all had a theory right after that game or even during the game, what was happening. Everybody's throwing something against the wall. We don't know for sure what's what we think we see some things, but this will tell us a lot about who this team is, this staff is, and, and you know, where we go from there. I actually uh, had a great conversation along those lines with Jerry Kutz. Uh, mm. In the uh, parking lot after practice today, okay, because um, he was asking me what I thought about this team, and and he wasn't and even told just told him a- uh, get a subscription if you want. To <laughs> I Read a three, two, one, Jerry. <laughs> I should have. <laughs> hey, we got a promo going right now, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, for people younger people that don't know, Jerry Cutts started the Osceola thirty something years ago. Is uh, been around the program forever. Anyway, also a grizzled vet. Very, another grizzled also vet. Absolutely a grizzled, grizzled vet. Yeah. Well, anyway, so so he asked me that question, and and usually like. I don't know. Like I, I think I've been saying for the last you know two months, six months that this is a really good team. It's a really talented team. I think they're going to do really well. The thing that's kind of hit me during that game, and we discuss it in the conversation, is the unique thing about this team. And you talk about every season's different, and every game's different, and all this is you really. I think it was crystallized to me in that game that yes, you have a lot of talent. Yes, you have a lot of experience, but it's not all shared experiences, as Alex Atkins talked about yesterday. Right. These guys, a lot of these guys have played a lot of football, but maybe haven't been in these situations next to that guy. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is, a lot of these guys haven't played at, none of these guys have ever played games of this magnitude. Now, they came out and played great against LSU. Yeah. And that was awesome. But, like, over the course of a season, you're going to have a lot of opportunities, a lot of situations where you have to really be smart and play winning football. And this is a new experience for a I mean the whole roster, yeah, and they didn't clearly didn't handle it right. well. What, but what you know, I was on the cusp of writing a column about how impressed I was with that win because they started out terribly, yeah. defensively. Just here you go, <laughs> and then, um, and then they it, it felt like a game that was going to go to the fourth quarter. And like, are they going to be lucky to win this game? Are they going to fiddle fart around? And and then the next thing you know, it's thirty-one to ten, and they have the ball at midfield, about to go score again, and you're like. This is incredible. This is they didn't even, they haven't even played well, and they're on a twenty-eight nothing run. And then you, next thing you know, you punt it in the end zone. You give up a third and seventeen, and the avalanche happens. And I guess what I come out of that game with is, I think their ceiling is just as high as it was. Yeah. I mean, they went on a twenty-eight nothing run when they didn't play well. Mm-hmm. That says a lot. Mm-hmm. Their floor is a little lower than I thought it could be. I, I didn't know that kind of stretch of football was in this team. But it might have been an anomaly. We hope it's an anomaly. Well, I think we all would agree that if you go win the game against Clemson, we'll pretty much not be thinking about right. that Boston College game. Won't even know maybe, it existed. Maybe again. But yeah. I do think it's a reminder that there will be circumstances that they face that are, will be new. Like, uh, there's a lot of things yeah. that this team's going to yeah. face over the course of – and I think that's the difference to me what Florida State has to overcome. And, again, this is all compressed because this was like a turnaround in 18 months as opposed to a normal progress of a, of a team turning around. But, you know, like, there are things that happen. There's a play, I think, earlier this season. I think it was a Michigan game. Um, and not that Michigan's the, you know, at the pinnacle, of, but they've been winning for a long time. There's a play where, like, there's a, a, oh, you know what? No, I think it might have been the Clemson game. 
Clemson Duke. Anyway, there's a play where like a, a a guy tackled the other player, not because there was like a loose ball, and one the player on the team that was on defense tackled the offensive player so he couldn't get it so his teammate could get it right. as opposed to him trying to play. get it yeah. just a heads up play yeah. but i think teams that are successful and Sounds know like how a to win kid making a heads up play like that <laughs> but making like knowing how to win and like having that mentality i don't know i think that's learned you know and i i think like keon coleman's not going to turn down a, a first down on third and three again I think next time he's going to get Maybe the first down. Maybe cut that up. Maybe yeah. don't run out of bounds. A yard and I short. think I think you know Lawrence Tofield, he's not going to lose. And Trey Benson's going to jump on the ball. He's going to value that possession. You know that to me, those are learned experiences. Some, when you when you're it, playing games where there's so much on the line right. that's compared to that's so that's kind of my my theory. I right doubt now. they'll lose focus again. I, I will right. say that. I also think that it's difficult to know. What is something that you're learning from and will get better because of this game? And what is something that is more indicative of who they are? Was so, exposed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think some things were exposed as well. Like, for as good a job as they've done and going finding pieces uh, to act as a supplement to the recruiting that they were doing, uh, and they had to do it and they recognized that that's smart. That, you know, you're not, it's the anti Dabo. It's like you realize, oh, we don't have all that we need here. I need to go get some guys. That's a smart move because you haven't been able to recruit to an elite level year over year. We know the circumstances as to why. Now you'll be able to do that. Now you'll be able to go and build your base from high school ranks and then fill in here or there. But one of the things that you do realize because of that is that while they may have gotten frontline players at a lot of positions and your starting 22 are really good, they're still not deep at certain spots. Right. They're not deep at defensive end, they're not deep at linebacker, and they're not deep at safety, obviously. And so when you see somebody like Akeem Dent, who in the minds of most people is kind of an afterthought on this team. I mean, Akeem Dent's not a, a huge playmaker. He's not a guy that's a huge difference maker, we don't think, going into that game. Well, now you see what Akeem Dent being out looks like because that wasn't good. No, uh, I, I mean, I'm sure someday Kevin Knowles is going to be a good player, but he had no idea what he was doing in this game. And the more you go back and watch it, the more you realize that there were moments where you think, oh, they don't they don't really have anybody else. They don't really trust anybody else. Hussey was out there for like a play or two and he got lost and they pulled him. Mm -hmm. They don't really have anybody that they think they can turn to that. will OK, well, get him out. He doesn't know. Let's get him in. And so it worries you. Now, maybe you learn from it. Corey and I were joking before we came in here. A lot of teaching moments. <laughs> a yeah. lot of teaching moments yep. from that game, um, specifically for that kid and, and a few others. Let's see what they learn from that. And then the only other aspect that I want to say, again, we can't necessarily know and we can't even really talk about it if we did come to know. How sick were they? Um, how sick were they? I, I saw a lot of guys look like they were going through the motions, especially up 3110. And I think it's easy for people to say, well, once you're up 31-10, then they lost focus, maybe, or energy. Well, I think it's a combination. I think it's uh, I mean, if you're already, you know, when you're sick, yeah, right, and then you uh, exert yourself, yeah, and you, but you, but you fight through it because you have to do something. Like you've got to, yeah. I've got to get this thing done, right. And then you get the thing done, and then it's like, oh man, right. And I think that's what let's go lay down and get yeah. the electric blanket right. going. Yeah. And so when it was 31-10, I think that's where they were at. And then it, you know, it just becomes. And then you had a couple of cataclysmic up. things happen yes. that you would not expect, right. like my man just dropping the ball and letting the dude walk right. into the end zone. And then, as you said, Benson not getting down on the squip. Right. I mean, these are things that you're trying to lose the game. Now. Well, I what's, mean, you're just giving. What's, what's crazy about it, look? The offense was a uh, was a a train wreck the last four drives. But 
if Keon Coleman, I think it was a miscommunication on the swing pass to Toa Feely. If Keon Coleman actually engages, block somebody. That might be a touchdown. But it was a Norvell described it as a miscommunication, meaning I think that he thought he was supposed to run the guy off, and he really was supposed to block. If he blocks right there, it might be a touch. It might be an eighty-yard touchdown, and we're talking about well, what well, there a, great are a, lot of, a lot of moments like that. But yeah. then on the very next time he had a chance to do something was on the Morlock play. In that time, he was not probably supposed to engage. And he did, and if he'd have run that cornerback off, that might have been a touchdown. Mm-hmm. It certainly would have been a first down and kept well, yeah, the drive the going. Game, the game's so over. So little yeah. weird, goofy things like that become obviously magnified when you almost blow the game. But the, I I don't – it's weird, man. I, I We were talking about it uh, before we started. It just they, – they got really nervous and made some mistakes that I just don't think they're going to make from here on out. It, again, I've said this before. It reminded me – of a 15 seed in the first round of the tournament, almost like you said, tied 50 to 50 with five minutes to go with the two seed. Yeah, two seed starting to flip out with the 15 seed. Yeah, the two seed is starting to flip out with the 15 seed. It starts doing things maybe they're not supposed they they don't do. Well, if you survive that one and you're gonna you be somehow fine in the advance, next round, yeah. I think you're fine. You I, see it all I, the time in basketball. Yeah, you know, I I think that I don't think the offense will look like the offense isn't going to score every drive against Clemson because it's Clemson. But the offense won't shoot itself in the foot like that. The offense is going to make plays. That's I think that's as bad as the offense can possibly look the rest of the season. Well, piggybacking off of that, Ira, I want your thoughts on this. I think I know my Redshirt three, two, one. I think the offense is going to go play well. I, I have faith that the offense is going to go play a good football game. Mike usually has something for them, yeah. and big games. Mike does a good job of game planning. I think they'll have something for Clemson, and they'll move the ball. I need to see this defense. I need to see this defense play well and play smart and be where you're supposed to be. I think they'll simplify the game plan, first of all, but it'll be very interesting to see what the defense does. There's just, again, we're going to get some questions answered. I don't know what the answer is. They might play great. They might. I mean that. They might play great. I think the offense is something I can trust. I believe they'll move the ball. You had the perfect equation here, too, because you had an opportunity after this game to say to Jordan, we don't always have to hit the big play, man. Take the stuff that's here, and then they'll come up and we'll hit them over the top. We've got yeah. plays here. Stop! I know you've got studs. And some you've... of these underneath plays can turn into big plays because you've got yeah. dynamic athletes. Yeah, we haven't attacked the middle of the field yet. I think, you know, it's like Destin Hill's not even on the field. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's odd about It's that interesting. There's a lot of stuff there where I think we've left it out on the field. And now you have evidence where you can go to your quarterback and you can say, look, I get it, man. Johnny Wilson's a talented player. Uh, Keon Coleman's a talented player. Jaheim Bell's a talented player. And, and more often than not, when you're seeing them downfield, you want to give them the chance to make the play. But we're missing out on all these yards right here. That we could have. Don't and now you, you have the film. Don't you think, though, that like part of that, like that's like Keon's now like 0 for his last four on those. Eventually, Jordan just on his own will be like, well, I'm not doing this anymore. Like it was awesome against LSU, but I can't keep wasting downs because I right. know I think the thought is if it's one on one, that's a matchup we want to exploit. But if he keeps getting beat by these cornerbacks and not coming down with the ball, you, you go somewhere else. Uh, you know, yeah, you know, I, I tweeted about game. it yesterday, but it is is odd and is. Uh, I don't. It wasn't inefficient. They the, the offense was very good until it wasn't. Yeah. I mean, they scored on five of six drives. Yeah, and they had scored on seventeen of their last twenty drives um, until that four that four drive stretch where they were bad. But you know, I, I don't see Jordan has done. I think a pretty good job of not necessarily forcing the ball because they keep moving the ball and scoring. But that the throw to Johnny was a real odd one. I'm talking about late in the game. Yeah, because it's you just. 
At that moment, because it's you not have the second field quarter, for a first down. and you've got a guy right there for a first down, and you've got to keep the chains moving. It's just a more of a situational awareness. Well, thing. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That, now you have the film; you can have the conversation. Yeah, and there were there were two or three other throws also that there were things that were pretty open, yes. intermediate to get the first down and keep the well, chains moving. You know, you, and you took shots. We talked about it. The LSU game, I think it was Keon's second touchdown, the one in the right corner of the end zone. If you look at the film, he's got it wide open. Destin Hill is yeah. wide open yeah. on the left side. Yeah, he yeah. might go score. He's at least going to get 15 yards. And it is a throw that any of us could have made left-handed. Right. He's that open. But he took a shot at Keon and it paid off with a touchdown. Right. So it's hard. You Sometimes know you I mean? get affirmation when it's not yeah. the right decision. Yeah. You know. And but yeah, and I asked. I actually asked Norvell today about the underneath stuff and the why the slot receivers haven't really been involved and and he basically was just not going to answer he really wasn't going to answer anything today he didn't it's yeah. a little brief today i think he's a little perturbed I well think i think bad. it's yeah i think it's probably that and also you know just man laser focused you know yeah i think he got a little frustrated with his team and his coaches in this game he sounded upset with his defense coordinator i think he sounded a little upset maybe with himself i think i think he was a little mad at himself mm-hmm. and i think he was a little bothered by some of the things he saw from some players probably shocked him a little bit you know and so these aren't things that aren't correctable but to the degree you can get them corrected against a good team and execute is the question we're asking going into saturday marcos asked the question basically along the lines of what i just said you want to read it or should i read it yeah let me uh, let's just all look at it well i'm, I'm okay marcos also, where are you baby where yeah are you? it's uh it's on the screen you don't oh, see oh yeah now i do get your mind that's right, already Jeff. ahead of you buddy I mean, I didn't see cow. that. I'm looking over here to the right. I'm looking under. I brought it up because Matt had already put it on the screen. Matthew's ahead of me right now. I'm locked in, too. I'm thinking about this game. Yeah. I'm not worried about the chat. Um, Marcos, I'm worried about it. Buddy. All right, we Marcos. Uh, did it seem like Norrell wasn't content today during his interview? Second, Jordan got the ball to more wide receivers last year than this year. Too many weapons. You can never have too many weapons. It's how you utilize your weapons. Nobody's ever going to bitch about being too talented. I can tell you that, Marcos. <laughs> so uh, that's one thing. Number two, uh, as far as did he seem uh, wasn't content? No, I think he's angry. I think he's frustrated, and I think he wants to get stuff. I almost cursed, corrected. But don't you think though, Jeff? If we're running the break right, mm. and you've got Corey on one wing, and you've got me on the other wing, <laughs> and then or you could take it yourself. Or you just go to the rack. Sometimes that creates a little like, do you want Corey to throw what, it down reverse? What to do? do you want yeah. to throw it off the backboard for me? Yeah, just throw it up. Do you just want, throw it up to me? Yeah. Just throw it up just, near just the rim. Get it near just the rim. Get it near the rim. It's so going to go out I of bounds. to shoot the three. See that. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. What if I want Ira to shoot the three? But see, it's up to me to know the situation. Mm. I got to understand the situation. Right. Yeah. So, Jordan, you got to know the situation here. <laughs> I don't need Corey's dunk in this situation. I need Iris three. Yeah. Or, or I need a layup. Well, the three's good too because you know you got two on one on yeah. the rebound. Yep, that's true. So you got numbers. But also, right. you look at you look at me and you go. Plus, like, I trust Ira to hit that. If three. I throw right. it to the rim, I don't think Corey's going to go get it. No. I, I think it's going to land out of bounds, and it's going to be their ball. Yeah. That would They're be awesome. Say, Why did you throw that a lot with awesome. a 5'7 wing player? 5'8 and a half. 5'8 and a half. If we were playing Premier, and Corey, you're running the break, <laughs> you, you just throw it up. <laughs> you know, my favorite part of that is if I did it, I'd go, whoa, whoa. Yeah. And I would just lob it, and, I and then turn. I just go, I turn around and go down court. I play pickup. My, <laughs> you just run I just run back. That was crazy. That was un- It would be so good, though. <laughs> we had. We played a pickup game. This was 20 years ago with my best friend. We were playing with friends we hadn't seen forever. We were 20 years old. We're winning the game. It's the point game. Oh, it's full yeah. court. No time Shane, for woo-woo. Shane gets a steal. <laughs> we're up, whatever it is, 11 to 5. All he has to do is go lay it in and we win the game and move on. Instead, he goes up and tries to dunk it. <laughs> yeah. Shane can't dunk. Obviously. Shane can barely grab the net, so he throws it off the rim as hard as he can. Where's the self-awareness, Back Shane? behind us. No, he did it to be funny. Oh. But uh, my, buddy Scott, who had, my buddy Scott, who hadn't seen Shane playing years, goes, can Shane dunk? 
And I go, no. And and then we end up losing the game because he tried to dunk. I was so mad at him. I was so mad at him. So, yeah, don't throw me any alley-oops on no, the break. I'm not going to oop it. I'll kick it to Ira or I'll lay it in myself. <laughs> No, so I do think there's a little bit of that. I mean, I do think because look, man, I think it happened last year. I think there were there was a point of time early last season where, you know, the NC State game where Jordan tar I think he targeted Micah Pittman like six times. It got a little ridiculous. And then they started going. You and know, then he was, targeted him right there at the end of the game too, and that didn't to go well. Him, yeah, but, but let's. I so do I mean, want to say that like, has to be a conversation. It was also ju- it was four drives. It was four awful drives, but before that they had scored oh, yeah. seventeen of twenty. But so it's even, it's a little nitpicky. No, I, I know I Southern agree. Miss. You know, you you went on fourth down a lot more. Right. They have not been good on third down at all, but which because they haven't been great on first down. So they're not winning first down the way yeah, they should. That goes back to the running right game, which is something we probably need to talk about uh, uh, a lot because the running game hasn't been what you. Well, hope I, this be. gets back to the efficiency that we're the, or the lack thereof. I, I've talked about this even after a big win. My guys, I get it's nitpicking. They're just not winning first down that often. They're not having a lot of success in the traditional run game. You know, I, I wonder how if, if if Jordan is healthy, and I assume that he's going to be because he came back into the game and he played. Yeah, and he practiced good today. Yeah, I I, I think you got to run him. Well, no, I agree with that. But I also think Maurice Smith, if Maurice Smith's back, I think that's a bigger deal than even Robert Scott. Very correct. That is 100% correct. And with that, we take a quick break. Simple headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Time to talk Shopify. A couple years ago, I wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you guys. But I had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy, all because we use Shopify. (coughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is the only tool you'll need to grow your business without the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. So you'll sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I really love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, now to grow your business, no matter what stage of the game you're in. Shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Boys, you're going to like this one. How about my bookie taking shots? Aaron Rodgers' season is officially over, but yours has just begun Oof. at my bookie. <laughs> I didn't think his was over. I thought oh, he was going to get my. an experimental... Uh, treatment and come back for the playoffs. NFL, college ball, and a brand new cash out system give you options to bet and win all season long. First two legs of your parlay hit. Good news. Cash out early and place another bet or let it ride for the chance at a bigger payday. Join us at MyBookie for an entire, entire season filled with daily odds boost, same game parlays, and huge prize pool contest right now. MyBookie has no strings attached, cash bonus, lets you deposit and withdraw very quickly. Use promo code WARCHANT on your first deposit of $50 or more. You can just receive up to $200 in cash instantly credited to your MyBookie account. That's War Chant to claim your own cash bonus right now. You can bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Right. I like cash bonuses. Everybody likes a good cash bonus. Wilson gave me a cash bonus. It, 
I, he, he did. I don't, I don't understand. There's not a lot of communication on that side of the glass, I don't think, Ira. Those two? Yeah. Like Some Jeff, communication Jeff breakdowns? The, Jeff doesn't look at the screen ever. I don't know. Matt, he, Matt's, he posts it. No, you got to understand Matt's sending something. in the play. I know. I Jeff's not getting Jeff's, it. He's squinting How like are Winston. we at this level of miscommunication still in <laughs> yeah, week three? Yeah, or, in week or, three, guys. Year 13 of the Good show. Lord, guys. Uh, Wilson, who we love. Wilson Lemieux. Writes, here's nine ninety nine for a fellow five eight and a half king, Corey. <laughs> yep, thank you, Wilson. Short brothers got to stay together. Look, That's probably not, why I didn't read it. We're not short. We're average. We're average. Short f- is five five ish. Uh, I think we're average. All right. So back to this. Back to this. Wilson, by the way, I think he's uh, making the trip to Clemson with some of his buddies, and he's hoping to to run into us if possible. And we'll mm. s- we'll see if we can make it happen. The noon game is going to be tricky. Noon games are tough to go hang out and mill about because it's tough to get into that uh, stadium. Uh, a quick question, uh, Corey. So I take it you'll be in Atlanta today or tomorrow? Uh, well, Thursday, yeah. Oh, so you're not leaving until Thursday? Thursday, yeah. Look at you. Well, I'm going to be up there the whole next week. Oh, I so see. I, I see. I'm, I'm trying to gauge the yeah. schedule. Well, I was just wondering if you were going to ride together to Clemson or not. Would we get a vintage Corey Ira ride along? I don't no. think we're going to. I no, think we're going to take no. a different trip. Yeah. That so, would be, that would be Ste- ideal. Stephanie and Brady are going to the game, mm. so I'm going to ride with them. And, uh, you know, it's only an hour and a half from my house. I understand. There. Yeah. But the problem is. It won't be is, an hour and a half Saturday. It won't be an hour and a half Saturday because there's one road getting into that town. That's right. And nobody's going to be tailgating. They're all just driving to the game. Yeah, eight o'clock game. You can mosey on up there because people are there all day. You can come in at three, four, five, not this one. But Ira's going to get up. Pro- probably Ira won't even sleep. Poor Aslan. He, yeah, Aslan's with Ira. And so, so you're Ira- just riding out on day of? No, 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 no. We're going to stay in Greenville. And then Which dr- make I've the drive down. Yeah, you're going to have time in Greenville, but you, it's a noon game. So, so I'm, well, we'll have to go early. But my point is, man, I'm not sitting in traffic. We'll, we'll, we, we will be sitting in that stadium for three and a half hours if we need to mm. before I'm sitting in traffic yeah. while Florida State's like getting ready to play the It'll game. hurt your heart. It'll hurt your heart sitting in that traffic. Uh, it's not happening. That's it's going to hurt Aslan's heart <laughs> to be sitting at the stadium. He's like, guys, well, it's been the stadium won't even be here open. for an hour, Ira. That's Let's go. That's fine. You're not doing it. Nope. You're getting your work done. We will be there. That's all right. You got I might post the end in the second quarter. It's fine. Uh, yeah, People yeah. just need me there for the end anyway. Yeah. To write up the big win. That's right. And I do think, I man, I I, I just, it's I weird. I feel like they're going to play well. After they survived that game, I'm like, well, they can't play any worse. I really trust that this coaching staff and this team doesn't have back-to-back stinkers in front of it. And yeah. I think if, Clem, if Florida State plays well, they're going to win. It's not one of these things where both teams play well. Florida State's the better team, and if they play well, they're going to win and maybe win comfortably. If they play well, and I just assume they're going to play well because well, they didn't last week. Yeah, I just the only thing you can't know. I think they'll play well on offense for sure, and they might play well on defense. They do got a good front four if it wants to assert itself. They might have an opportunity. And they haven't to allowed play running really well. backs to, now. Their um, Clemson strength is their running running backs. Yeah, and this is a different running game than what you've gone right. against but this that, year. That seems to be the strength of your defense. And this kid's mobile; he can move, but he's not. Flipping. Yeah, I'll be curious to see what Clemson's game plan is, though. I mean, I, I think when you put on film that confusion is a part of the problem, linebackers back. Um, how much eye candy do they do they show Florida State and here? Shout and shout out, the corners have played well, I think. Yeah, and I think both of these teams – no, the corners played great. I thought the corners might have been the best part of the defense Saturday. Yeah, Renardo Green was awesome. R- Renardo had a great Azaria was really good. good. Azaria's playing well. Fentrell gave up the one play where the kid just throws up a, yeah. a yeah. prayer – but other than that, it's the middle of the field, and it's it's just guys running. Well, they're going to they'll target your linebackers and coverage. They're going to do it. The thing, everybody does that against. Well, us. And well, I mean, people do it against everybody. It's kind of a big part of football. Well, we're, no. we're not going to get in this argument again, but we <laughs> but give a, this up. It is a big part of football. It is. I mean, Florida State 
can do it. Jaheim, um, Jaheim will be a matchup for yeah. problem for somebody. Uh, yeah, but I, my thing with um, this game was going to be interesting about it also is the way the, where it falls. You know, they had two tune-up games basically. You mm-hmm. know, they had their loss against Duke. They've had these two games against Charleston Southern FAU to kind of get right, and you assume maybe not show everything they're going to do against Florida State. Florida State's had these games against, uh, you know, who Southern was the Miss. second game? Southern Miss and uh, Boston College, and Boston College ended up being a, a, a knife fight at the end. But you probably didn't. You probably went into that game thinking, okay, we're going to run this in this game. We're going to run this in this game. But in the Clemson game, we're going to be looking to do this. And so both of these teams are probably going to look different in some of the things they do than what we've seen so I far. I concur. I think it will. I think it's. Uh, I. If, I think if I were a Clemson fan, let's do it in reverse. If I were a Clemson fan, I'd, I'd be worried about my defense against FSU's offense. I think Clemson's yeah. defense is going to get exposed a little bit against Florida State's offense, and I'm worried personally about Florida State's defense getting exposed a little bit against Clemson's offense. So uh, I'm leaning a little bit to the over right now, guys, early in the mm. week. A little bit okay. to the over right now. Right. But it can change. Let's see. I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to go to practice tomorrow. I want to get a good look. At the boys, see what uh, mm. see who's out there. Well, talk about putting pressure on the team. Yeah, Jeff Cameron back I'm, out at practice. I'm going, I'm going out tomorrow. Okay. Going out tomorrow. Got to get a got a little shook let's, there. I want to go back out and yeah, see I was some things. Say, let's here. see how they respond to that. Yeah, yeah, let's see. Let's see what they do here. Let's see what they do. It, uh, so, Lewis writes, "What oh. does Adam Fuller do well?" Well, listen. When we run, if you go back and look at the second half against LSU. It's a dominant defensive performance, and that's a good offensive team. Mm-hmm. So there is there are plenty of moments where you would say that the defense responds to Adam Fuller and to what it is he's asking them to and do. And they did in that game. There were five straight possessions where they yeah. completely dominated. And then, they got nothing. You know, and then they gave up that yeah. third and 17. Yeah, well, and, and then you know and they gave up explosive plays on third down and fourth down in this game, and it's it was problematic, and you had a lot of miscommunication. That will always fall at the feet of the defensive coordinator, even if it's somebody else's fault, that falls at the feet of the defense coordinator. And if you have those kinds of miscommunications, you're going to take criticism. And so that, that stuff has to get cleaned up. And I think you hear that from Mike. Like that, he's probably quite annoyed that that's still a thing. And who wouldn't be? I'm sure Adam's annoyed that that's still a thing. He has to look in the mirror and say, why is that happening? Because that's on me. That can't continue to happen. Yeah, And they- I'm sure he's going to communicate that to Randy as well. I mean – those guys have to take responsibility for that. Well, today he was getting on the running backs coach about something. So because that position was not great on mm-hmm. Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No, and I don't think mm-hmm. Mike's ever afraid to have the conversation, which is something I like. Yeah. Guys get held accountable. I mean, you see it at practice. Mike will yell at a coach, or he'll yell at a GA, or he'll yell at people for not getting things in on time. I do, but I do think if we're answering the question seriously, I, I do think he makes he's pretty good at in game adjustments. Like again, LSU went up and down the field the first three drives and mm-hmm. did nothing in the um, second half with yeah. the same players. They didn't lose Jane Daniels. Yeah. And then, uh, well, Southern Miss didn't do anything. And then this game, this kid clearly was a shock to the system. I don't know that they respected his athleticism before the game. I don't know what the deal was. I also don't know why you're giving up two wide-open throws on the first drive. But after that, and after they got down inside the red zone and you held him to a field goal, they did jack squat for five straight possessions. And even after you got up 31 to 10, you got to stop on the very next possession. And five possessions doesn't maybe doesn't sound that. It was it's, 36 minutes of game yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. They, they, did, didn't score. they did zero. And, it, and then it obviously got away from them there at the end. But even then, they gave up what? They gave up the two touchdowns and they got three, two or three stops and Toa Feely gave them a touchdown. Um, so they, I do think he does all right in game adjustments. Again, my my biggest issue with Adam to me has always been and it goes back to that Clemson game and we're not going to relitigate Adam Fuller right now, but don't give him easy stuff early. Make him earn it early. Try to confuse a guy that's only making a second start. 
Try to confuse a guy that's only making his fifth start. And just don't give them layups to start the game where they can get confidence. Because if Klubnik plays without confidence, like he did against Duke, I thought, mm-hmm. you're going to win by four touchdowns. Don't give him an ability to get confident. And that goes back to the communication of make him make a throw. Make him make a read. Yeah, Don't your, make your him just have to, a guy right there where yeah. there's nobody in the picture. With well, him. noticed at the end of the game, they sped him up. Yeah. And they brought pressure. Yeah, that pressure. And they got pressure tired of watching and, him make good decisions because he had time. And, and also, in in their defense, there was like no film on this guy. He played right. like one game. Right. So to know, well, he you played would assume. Two. He played the whole first game. But here's my point. He didn't, he didn't, he's not a guy, and he didn't throw the ball at all well the first game. Yeah. The second game, he threw the ball pretty well. But that. You know, again, like they evaluated him as a player out of high school. They did not think he was a quarterback. A running UCF, back or a defense yeah, back. UCF yeah, UCF didn't apparently didn't think he was much of a quarterback. I mean, he looked pretty No, he did. Good. No, but I'm, I'm saying, saying that I don't I don't blame them for thinking he's not gonna yeah, make throws. And I but I think again that my issue is that he didn't have to make a throw. I, I, mean, I understand. But uh but I also think we'll see at the end of the year. I think he could be good like good good. Like well, he's so good. They're going to have to try to find a well, waiver look, at USC. Again, for we've got some big questions to be answered Saturday. I, I, he gets a chance. It's it's not yeah. all of one or the other. Uh, and he's I not going to hold them. He's not going to shut out Clemson, and he's right. not going to no, hold them to 180 no, 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 yards. Nobody, it's unreasonable. We'll expect yeah. anybody to shut anybody out. In Just hold, if you if you hold them to 22 points, you'll win. The you're going to win the game. What I what, what I would argue, if you wanted to have, criticize anything, because I was right, there was nothing on film that suggested this kid would be a good passer. Then why are you in a too high show? Then there's no reason for that. You, you could have brought somebody up and provided pressure, but they didn't want to do that because they were afraid he was going to run. Exactly. Well, you, you got to pick one because you well. got to do both, Ira. So that's a problem. <laughs> no, I'm not I'm not saying I liked what they did. Yeah. I'm just saying This it's, isn't a criticism of you. I actually I just complimented you. What I'm telling you is there's no reason to go in with a game plan that you're going to let this guy, because you're what worried right. that he's going to make passes. Right. So there's no reason to do that. And I think that's a fair criticism. Now, you could also, to your point, make an adjustment once you realize you were wrong <laughs> a little sooner. I think they thought the game was over a little yep. bit, and yeah. they got caught. And if they don't have whatever the miscommunication was on that third and 17, if they get off the field there, no, they're gonna the, blow them out. the game is over. Right. That's why I said it's so, a weird-ass game yeah. to try to figure so out. So it's going to be interesting if they get up on Clemson, or throughout the rest of the season. They will be in similar situations the rest of the season. And I think they've done this. They did a good job. Like they got on LSU's throat and cracked it, stepped on it. Oh, the second half of that game is is. It, a, I mean, that's the argument they you would went make, on, right? So, that's what you would and say. And again, when I go back to what I was saying about their ceiling, LSU they went on a thirty-eight to three run. Southern Miss, whatever, sixty-six point run, and then this one they went on a twenty-eight nothing run. They they have shown when they. When they're playing it well, they're they are maybe the best team in the country. I think when they play well, again, that that spiraling in the in the second half, the defense didn't help. The offense certainly didn't help. And I want to get back to uh, Trey Benson because I think all three of us right now aren't sure that he's your best back. And he hasn't been. Uh, I'm not. Uh, but where I differ from you guys is, I think you have to invest in making him your right. best back. No, I mean, I, because I, he, I, I said he that brings wrong. something that nobody else. He has not been your best back. Right. I don't That's think, right. but I think he's he is your most talented guy. Yeah. But you know, it, and I brought this up on Wake Up Port Chain. It's such a hard position. It is the hardest position. Not, I mean, quarterback's the hardest position. But physically, the only way you're a good running back, the only way anybody wants to play you, is if you run a hundred miles an hour with no. Um, yeah, no thought advantage. of your it's physical right. well-being. Yeah. Well, that's how you're supposed to play football. But that's also how you have to play running back now, yeah, it, and that's how they exactly. get chewed up in the league. Oh, sure. So if Trey, it's ben, a brutal position. Just so like when being you talk a about Trey being in a money year, well, you know, it, he wants to make money in the NFL. So is he being 
a little less like he'll run differently as a rookie trying to make a roster than he's running right. He well, Rodney Hill right now is running like he's I mean, got care, something to but prove. But ca- careful with that though, because I think it suggests that this is calculated, right? And I don't think that's fair to Trey. I don't think he's run well. I agree with you, but I don't think it's that he's sitting there worried about his. No, like, but I, man, that that was wrong. He's not hitting a hole like somebody that's desperate. To prove something. Well, you can find somebody who will because your job is to win games in college as the coach. So if you think that's the reason, then you're going to have to. Because Rodney Hill runs just, even today at practice, he just runs harder. I don't know if that's the reason or not, but if a coach thinks that a player is not playing hard because they're worried about getting paid, well, then you've got a problem. Yeah, I didn't word that correctly. I don't think Trey Benson's not playing hard. I'm saying that I don't even know what I'm saying other than he's not he's not pause. running. I'm going to pause it. But well, I'm I want just, that clip for He's not running. It's very similar to last year. I mean, he this is kind of remember last year he was not running the same way. So he, let me ask he, you this. You know, then. Second half of the season he ran differently than he did the first half. Why? I don't know. But this isn't like a a totally unique situation. Oh, I situation. came up with a theory. By the way, is it he's only had 31 carries in the season so far in right. three games. Running backs, you do okay, need. Okay, so this is the theory that I was going to hit on and ask him about a second ago. We got to read a super chat, and we also have to go to break. Okay, but I, I see where you're going to head with this. He does strike me as a guy who would maybe do better with 20 to 25 carries a game. Well, and just throughout the season, you get more at bats. Like he he hadn't been tackled since the Oklahoma game going into that LSU game because running backs don't get tackled. So you it's you have to get acclimated to bouncing off people. But there are running, running backs that yeah. get better as games go on. Yeah, there's yeah. no doubt about that. Some of the headlines: 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV. Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. NFL, college ball, and a brand new cash-out system give you options to bet and win all season long. First two legs of your parlay hit. Good news. Cash out early and place another bet or let it ride for the chance at a bigger payday. Join us at MyBookie for an entire season filled with daily odds boost, same-game parlays, and huge prize pool contest. Right now, MyBookie has no strings attached, cash bonus, let you deposit and withdraw very quickly. Use promo code WARCHANT on your first deposit of $50 or more. You can receive up to $200 in cash instantly credited to your MyBookie account. That's WARCHANT to claim your own cash bonus right now. You can bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. 
Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. All right, let's get to Mark. He writes, could be me, but I feel like we haven't seen much out of Cyprus. And maybe that's a good thing, but AZ has looked better. Got to think he'll move up. AZ's played really well. I actually think Ventral Cyprus has played well. Yeah. Um, he, he had a bust. He had a bust in this game, so it stood out, and it's going to piss you off. But other than that, uh, corners get beat sometimes. I thought I think he's played well. Yeah, and, you, you know, as you were touching on earlier, it, you know, the, the weakness of this defense so far – and it's the you know position that I think most people, the two positions most people were concerned about in the offseason were linebacker and safety, and that's kind of been exposed a little bit so far this this season. So we'll see what they can do to you know I think Tatum and Kalem have played well for the most part. I think Tatum's played really well. Um, Kalem's been up and down, and DJ's up and down. Um, but so that's good. But you know, look, man, this is this was a decision. We well, can criticize. Tried. We can criticize Adam Fuller, and I get it. That's what everybody wants to do. But Mike Norvell is your personnel coordinator, and he's the guy that decides where they put they their resources. Have a director of player personnel, don't they? Yeah, Mike Norvell. Mike I know Norvell he's ultimately. The show, but I'm saying they his, have all these crazy making, titles. Yeah, they do have a bunch of people in personnel, but ultimately he's the one that decides where they're going to put their efforts in recruiting. And he felt good about safety, and he felt good about linebacker. So if that. If it's a personnel issue, that's not all on Adam Fuller. Is all I, I'm saying. I feel like they that was the one guy in the whole portal that they went at that they didn't get. The was, safety went down. The safety that went down. They were Joe trying Key. to get a safety because I think he knew. Because yeah, needed I mean, one. I think they but, did. They just but there were other possibilities that right. they just didn't go after. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know was, if they didn't think they would fit or. All right. Well, I think fit. it's like that guy was going to be a starter. He was worth the investment. Yeah. You don't bring in yeah. a guy just to bring in a guy right. when you've got three. I think maybe that was the thinking. But yeah. Well, now it just becomes like how quickly can you get kids up to speed? I mean, you've got some kids that play safety yeah. that you like, what they're going to be. So how quickly can you get them ready? I mean, obviously it stinks to have to be put in this position position early because you did have an injury. So if Akeem Dent doesn't get hurt, we might not be having the conversation. But he did get hurt, and now you've kind of found yourself reeling a little bit. That's why I'm kind of curious what they're going to look like this week in practice, what they're going to look like on Saturday in terms of personnel decisions. I think they had some guys play in this game. Maybe even at thirty-one ten, where they thought they could get him out there, and then all of a sudden they realized not ready. I mean, I think Graham well, especially was not if ready. You, and, especially if you have guys dealing with illnesses, you're, you're trying right. to keep snap counts lower, and then yeah. it ends up backfiring, and you end up having to play everybody till the end of the yeah, game. Yeah, I mean, Verse played a ton of snaps yeah. in that game. You know, they didn't want to do that. He played well, by the way. Verse did. Uh, versus, people will point to a lack of numbers, but if you watch the games, and I'm, I know you have. But when you watch the games, he's playing well. Yeah, uh, he's getting chipped and doubled, and he's also sideline to sideline. He never gives up on a play. He helps he's, in the run game. He's really good. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's, he's been a good really player. good. He's we been, talked to him today, actually. Uh, there were a couple of plays in that game where he chased down. It was like Jermaine yeah. Johnson. Mm-hmm. You know, the, yeah, he's no, I, he's he's. I actually, I got into an argument with somebody online about this. I'm like, you're 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 not watching the games. He's playing exceptionally mm-hmm. well. Um, no, he didn't have nine sacks, but he's playing really well, and everybody's well aware of who he is. Yeah. <laughs> and as you start playing better teams, I think you're going to get. Uh, it sounds like an oxymoron, but I think you're going to get more opportunities because probably some teams they'll, leave him on an they'll, they'll play you more straight up. Yeah. Um. So he'll have some better opportunities. Yeah, I think uh, it'll be interesting. Again, personnel decisions. I'm fascinated by. I won't be surprised if moving forward, Blake Nicholson begins to play more than we thought he was going to this year. By the way, that was I was Corey had it in his observations and uh I'm glad he did because yeah man he was he was in coverage on Johnny Wilson you know wasn't like he was playing man against Johnny right, Wilson right, right. but he got up there man to contest that pass and it was he, impressive so what but more or as impressive is and I'm not giving away any plays or anything it was a 7 on 7 play where it was Johnny and another receiver were 
and Blake Nich- Blake Nicholson came over because it's seven on seven. Yeah. So he came over into coverage, and they had to swap off or know who had who. And not only did he athletically compete with Johnny Wilson, but he was on him. Like, he knew yeah. who to have. They they tried to confuse. He ran with him, and uh, yeah, he's gonna be a he's gonna be a big time player. I he's think. a player. I think I think because I was worried player. about him. Well, Adam was too camp, early, but not, it's, he's freshman. But he didn't look the part. Like he, he just looked enough. smaller than yeah, I thought. Yeah. Than I thought he was gonna be. Now he looks bigger. He's well, hit the man, Bama table, and then give he can, storms credit he here. Can I mean, play, how yeah. quick? I mean, good lord, Blake looks like a different dude in a uniform right now than he did just two months ago. It's yeah. strange to see somebody. I mean. It, I've been a proponent of the Bama table for a long time. So, however it's going down, it's working. Yeah, well, My man's getting big and getting strong. And we know, you know, he self-proclaimed is his best attribute is coverage. No, yeah, well, he did it. Yeah, he's he's been impressive so, in it so far. And he almost had the pick in the Southern Miss game. So, I, I think you may end up having to play him at some point this year, probably a lot sooner than you thought, which means that's a hit. Good job. Get him out there because I think some other guys are struggling a little bit. Hopefully we see that. I wonder, you know, I keep asking about the sickness. One of the reasons I ask about the sickness is that as the game wore on, they had zero push at any point, and there were a lot of culprits for this when you go back and watch. Like, I felt like Farmer didn't – I mean, Farmer's been so good prior to this game. I don't – part of me – because I went back and watched some of that too. I don't know, man. I think it's a combination of guys being sick and then also just not having the same gusto because they're not going up against – LSU or Clemson. I'm not saying that's good. No, but I just I think there was some of that too, and getting and relaxing from getting up. So, so I, my point is the reason I say that is not to excuse it, but to say I don't think you're going to see that this week. Well, and the evidence is that you won't see it because Farmer's been awesome. Right. Yeah. But the reason I think, and I'm not trying to make excuses for him, he wouldn't make these excuses. I don't think I haven't heard any players say this, but he got hurt. He was getting beat early. I mean, before they were up. Like, that first drive, BC's just moving right. five yards off the ball. I'm like, well, are we playing football out here today? Like, I don't know if that was they a lot of focus have, or tired. They also have a good offensive line. They do. They have some good – they have some NFL – they have a couple of Their NFL guard is especially good, yeah. yeah. But, I, man, I was just kind of yeah. – I thought that was odd. Because uh, that, that's where I began to raise an eyebrow about the sickness. I was like, oh, how sick are we? When you got guys going through the motions, it's the first quarter. Yeah. You get a little nervous. And maybe that's a reason that everybody laughed at that picture of Adam Fuller. Uh, right. The concerned look on his face. Like, yeah. did he know he didn't have a lot of guys ready to go? And that, that would be disconcerting. Let me ask you guys this. So, my feeling on, like, the Wake Forest game last year, and even the Clemson game to some degree, those losses, was I felt I felt like Wake Forest was the more physical team mm-hmm. than Florida State. And I didn't feel like Clemson – against Clemson, I thought Florida State didn't respond uh, to, the to some of the physicality they got. And so, that's still there, you know? Like, so, so to me – can this team get to a point where they get nasty every game? You know, can you can you get to that point? Because you know, you think back to mm-hmm. again. I mean, Florida State's had some of the greatest players of all time, but some of those defensive lines, they were it didn't matter who they were playing. They could be playing Duke mm-hmm. when they knocked six quarterbacks out in a game. Yeah, like how do you get to that level? Well, you get probably. But I don't think that's just players. talent, though. Well, I, I do. I, you know, there's a mentality there. There's a mentality to not. Yeah, I I, I just let's I just. I think we're focusing, which we should, because it was the game that was played three days ago. 
I think if you look add up well, the other again, we're going to come back to something. Saturday the, will tell us a lot. Uh, that's what I mean. Right. I, I, let's see what they what they look like on Saturday because if they get pushed around or out physical in that game, well, then we got problems. Well, then you're like, okay, well, this team's ceiling is only so high. It still can have a good season. It, it will have win a, a championship. Season. It will have a good season. But it, the schedule it sets can't up for be it. the special type of game team we think it can be if it gets pushed around by Clemson because Duke get, didn't get pushed around by Clemson. There is one funny thing that I've just noticed from. Just watching how like we process things, how fans process things, and how sometimes how unrealistic it is. I, I was seeing some people comment about uh, the slow starts offensively. Like you're not, they're not, you know, maybe getting out to. And it's like a year or two ago, the big complaint was that they were great on the scripted drives, mm-hmm. but not because LSU they didn't come out and look yeah, great yeah. offensively. Well, they the did first, score on their the, first the first drive, but not the next couple, or right, whatever. Right. And so like it's just whatever doesn't work now becomes the big crime oh you know, yeah it's even a classic though, call the touchdown play but yeah you know what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying? Yeah. like it's it just can, funny it that how how nothing it's just finding what the new well, thing to yeah, complain well, about two, last week it was johnny and then right. johnny had a good game but a really good game they I were thought. smart to go to him early and That's, then it was good and then key now that now it's keon like keon was awful like not just that he didn't catch a ball the, the mistakes yeah. he made the punt return that he almost kicks to boston college at yeah. the absolute no, worst he, time keon had a Disastrous so game. It, it was. It, it was. No, yes. It ended up being disastrous because they won. But that gets me excited about this game, man, because Keon Coleman is a dude. Yes, he is. And Keon Coleman, I think, has a chance to have a monster game this Saturday. Well, then this and is I feel like to, he's fueled by this is that. getting to the larger point that the coaches could very well have something they need here, which is a yeah. reminder to you young men that while you may very well be talented, if you don't play well and you don't play with passion and intensity and focus, you can get beat because the yeah. other guys are on scholarship too. Yeah. And they care, and they're going to keep playing hard. And if you go through the motions, you will lose. And if you don't believe that, BC should be 0-3. They they got lucky to beat Holy Cross late. Yeah. So, my man, if that doesn't tell you that you really aren't, you know, God's gift to football, sweet Jesus, what will? Yeah, so I think – Clemson you know, will have their attention. Yeah. yeah. I think – Look, I'm at like I think we've said it several times. We all think they're going to play well Saturday, especially on offense. We I, think this is going to be a good game for Florida State. They're not going to look like what you saw yeah. during that stretch of that game. Even if they lose. But uh, it won't even if they but even if they win, it's not going to necessarily answer all the questions Correct. because we still have to go see what happens in these other situations. 100%. That now that door is open, right? That's your that's now your bottom. You're capable of looking that bad. Now we know Got to be on alert against Syracuse and whomever else. Hour two, your headliner questions coming our way. Get to them momentarily. 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV.